steered the show to end the 9 o'clock hour. You're supposed to be the one saying, the 10 o'clock hour, I'm willing to town. Uh, sorry, are you doing? sorry. I kind of felt like I overstepped a little bit. I didn't want to. Oh, you did. Yeah. I, Trust me yeah. when I say you did. Sorry. Mr. Wildey, it's your show. Right, no, no, it's your show now. I told I'm you. Sit back. Brust, 2 p.m. Bowling. I'm nervous. I got. A, I'm, I'm a little antsy today. I'm sorry. I, I got a little riled up there. Two weeks we've been putting this on the show sheet. All right. Hey. Two Let's weeks. Let's go. Let's go. And you guys just keep ignoring it. It's a great article. Great seems strong. It's All a right. Really tell good us article. more about it, Jesse. Rob Domovsky at ESPNWisconsin.com. Is it even still there? Uh, it's like, so I just pulled it up on my computer, but it's like faded. And I'm like, is that a thing they do when an article's like too old now? It's like a newspaper <laughs> that's been in the window. Yeah, it's, like, it's actually a pretty good idea. Uh, what the Packers have and what they need with or without Aaron Rodgers. This was another article, Jason, that when I saw this one pop up two weeks ago, I clicked. I said, I'm intrigued. And this is Barnwellian. And I still read the whole thing. Wow. This is Bar- This is the most Barnwellian work I think Rob Domoski has ever done. This is like a magazine full of uh, information at ESPNWisconsin.com outlining what the Packers have and what they need position by position heading into the 2023 offseason. Very intrigued by this. And I wanted to hear what you and Tausch had to say. And since Tausch can't seem to get his act together today, I just want to hear what you have to say, at least, until he gets here. So uh, there are a couple things that stood out to me from this article that I want to make sure that we get to. So, like, obviously quarterback, like what they have, what they need, like an answer from Aaron Rodgers. Go figure. That still pertains two weeks later. Thanks, Rob. Like, we get that. So not every position is, you know, the, the... most brilliant thing that has ever come to life. Right. Stop insulting Rob. I'm not okay? insulting Rob. It's that great. one's an obvious yeah, one. Yeah, there's Let's some just obvious, call it obvious That's all I'm saying. There's some obvious ones, but then there's some really intriguing ones. So, like, let's start at wide receiver. Let's start on offense here. What? Well, wait a minute, Al. I, I hate to interject, yeah. but this story is so old that for the running back one, yeah. what they need is no. to restructure Aaron Jones's contract. That happened like two days after this article was posted, <laughs> and that felt like a month ago, and it was actually two a while. weeks ago. But it just proves how long uh, this has been on the show sheet every day. I, I missed I two shows thinking, well, they got to do it the days that I'm out. They didn't even do it then. It's true we didn't. It's true. Yeah, well, we had to discuss important things like realigning the calendar. Wide receiver is the first one that still pertains to where we're at from two weeks ago. From if we waited long enough, they could have traded for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, maybe we're, we got it, we're special projects this week they're working on. Who knows? What they have, according to bold Bob Domofsky, two and perhaps three up-and-coming playmakers. Three. Rookies Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson each had their share of highlights. Very fair. And Samari Toure showed promise last season when that one touchdown pass in garbage time against Buffalo. Samari Toure, an up-and-coming playmaker. What? So wait, so you like this story so much that you couldn't wait to get to it. And now you're just getting after our guy. Well, I need to know if you and Rob agree on this and if you know something that I don't about Samari Toure. 
because I didn't see anything from Samari Toure besides one touchdown catch last year, and you're like, hey, that's kind of fun. I think I picked him as the sleeper of the week that week. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty uh, I great. believe you did. Like, okay, great. But he didn't do anything the rest of the season. Uh, he had a 37-yard touchdown catch, as you mentioned. He did – come on, Jesse, don't short him. He did have three other catches uh, <laughs> for 45 yards. When? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to get to his individual game-by-game uh, -game stats. But um, to Rob's like, point – when, when they were up 31-3 to against the Vikings in the fourth quarter? Like, was that when he was out there? Jordan Love To defend my guy, it? Rob, against your slings and arrows um, – if they don't bring back Randall Cobb, if Randall Cobb decides to retire, if they tell Aaron Rodgers, we're happy to have you back, but we're not going to bring your buddy with you, um, Samari Toure is a guy that they think could be a decent slot receiver. And so there would be opportunities that would open up. Remember that time when there were people that were concerned that the Packers were bringing Cobb back and it was going to stunt the growth of Amari Rodgers uh, after they drafted yeah. him in the third round. A lot of people. That was a simpler time. A lot of people. That was not a simpler time, actually. That was when he went all scorched earth and the next day, like, fine, have Cobb. And it turned out that, and, and I like, I, ha, I had a greater affinity for Amari Rodgers than others did. And I'm happy for him that he went to Houston and looks like maybe he can kind of find a, a, a place that it fits for him. And he doesn't have a quarterback who thinks he sucks. And he might actually get some growth opportunities and become an okay NFL player. But you don't have him anymore because you cut him. And if you don't have Cobb anymore, you don't have anyone that really is a clear-cut slot-type receiver. So there will be opportunity for Rob to be proven very much right about Samari Toure. Now, can a guy with five catches for 82 yards suddenly have a 50-catch season in year two? That was a seventh-round pick that spent, I think, six years in college between Montana and... And Nebraska? Probably not. But could he be a 30-catch guy for you, 35-catch guy? Maybe. So to defend Rob's honor, I would just say that there's the, there is the possibility. Would I bank on a huge jump from Samari Toure next season? No, I would not. But the possibility is there. Would you call him an up-and-coming playmaker? I personally wouldn't, but it's not my story. Would you call him perhaps an up-and-coming playmaker? Because I possibly, guess technically possibly. that's what Rob did, I guess. He, he did say two and perhaps three up-and-coming players. I'll give you the perhaps. You know, and, and I, I would push back on a different part, frankly. And, and I, look, again, I really, really like Christian Watson's potential. And we all really, really, really liked what we saw from him during that four-game stretch where he had, what, eight touchdowns in a four-game stretch? That was fun. Yep. He was outstanding. I am worried that he's a little bit like the leg lamp in A Christmas Story. Fragile. Wow. I'm not, I'm not again, I know Tausch oh, likes he to would say be that all I, over I said he was that. wiry. Oh, he would be all over you. Or spindly. 
Should I tell but, him about that when he joins us? At no, he can find out on Wisconsin PM. On Demand with everybody else. Look, I think I think Christian Watson could be great. I mean, I think he could be really, really, really good. I do think we have gotten ahead of ourselves a little bit about him based on the four games he did play well in. And that's all. I, I'm just trying to slow our enthusiasm a little bit. I am not in any way disparaging how good he could be. I am on the side of people that believe he has the talent to be really, really good. But I think we need to be careful with a young player to expect too much too soon and expect a year one to year two jump to take him from going and having a great four-game stretch to suddenly having a 17-game stretch where we're talking about him as a 90-catch guy next season. Maybe he, if he is, whoo, great. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's a process. It's a process. It's a process, as Billy Bean says. Is Lazard gone? Because what, what Domovsky writes here in the what they need portion, a veteran presence. Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard will be free agents next month, Co- oh, which is this month because it was two weeks ago. Correct. Cobb might be nearing retirement, which we've talked about, and Lazard is looking for a big payday that the Packers might not be willing to grant because he's not actually a great number one wide receiver, even though someone needs to tell him that so that he actually gets the best out of his career, which is to stay in Green Bay. I added that last part. That didn't um, sound like Rob's Yeah, that wasn't there. Rob. I'm sorry. Uh, is Lazard gone, or are we like punting on that opportunity here, or what? what's the latest there? So he did an interview with SiriusXM NFL Radio, and he sure sounded like a guy who was gone. Now, he did say that his agent, Peter Schaefer, had had some conversation with the Packers. But he sounds like he's looking for warm weather. He's talking about how he's been spoiled. And wherever he ends up next is going to be hard to compare to Green Bay and all this other stuff. Well, that sounds to me like a guy who's gone. But to your point, Jesse... Maybe other teams in the NFL see him similarly to how you do, and maybe he doesn't get the kind of offers he's expecting to get after his 60 catches as the number one receiver. And maybe he ends up saying, boy, I guess I am better off coming back. And Aaron Aaron is back. He's my guy. He did not end up getting traded. He's going to be in Green Bay. I should be, too. And if he's capable, and here's the thing I like about Alan Lazard, he does not, he he does not rub me the wrong way in terms of his personality or his unselfishness. You've seen the way he plays the game. Do we think he'd have a big problem if the offense revolves around Christian Watson more than him? Like if that's how it ended up playing out, and he didn't have the offers from other teams, and he ended up coming back. And he had 60 catches again, but Christian Watson had 71 catches somehow. I don't think I don't think Alan Lazard is going to be a problem for you. The coach loves him. Quarterback loves him. So I don't expect him back. That would be my default position on him. But if things fall wrong for him on the open market, I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world for either side, either for him or for the Packers, that he's in green and gold next year. Alan Lazard's best friend, whoever that is, needs to take him out for a few Coors Lights one night and just say, Al, you're a number three. Like, Al. I, I know they told you last year you're a number one. You're not a number one. You're a number three. 
and you're really good at it. You're a way, 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 you're the best number three. But you're a number three. And if you just go back and you, you play with him and you be a number three, you guys got a chance to win a Super Bowl. Just do that. Don't go to Tennessee and try to be a number two or a number one. Don't go to Indianapolis or Houston. Like, get over it. Go back and do your thing where they love you and be the number three and get out there and do your goon stuff, do your blocking, catch your passes when you're called upon. Rodgers trusts you. He's got some people he doesn't trust there and receiver quite yet. Like, he trusts you. You're just not a number one. You're not going to get paid like a number one. And here, let's get another round of Coors Lights and let's sign. That's what I would say if I'm Alan Lazard's best friend, whoever it is in the world, needs to get in touch with him and, and take him out one night and just cheer one friend to be named yep, later. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'm going to make a bold statement here. I know it took us two weeks to get to this. You like it. Not only do I like it, you like it, but it also fits my. 12 free minutes of no Aaron Rodgers talk. We could turn that into like 120 minutes of no Aaron Rodgers talk. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not, get, bold. let's not get crazy. I think we only got through wide receiver here. That's how good it is. Two weeks this thing's been sitting here waiting for us. We might not need Tausch at all today. Uh, not according to the text slide. A couple people still, uh, they're over the bowling uh conversation well we've moved on from the bowl yeah this is good we're doing this all right well jesse you're in charge so what's next from this long-awaited discussion of rob domofsky's piece at espnwisconsin.com on a very faded page Ah, i'm glad you asked jason coming up next rob domofsky points out that the packers are screwed at tight end right now we'll get jason's thoughts next on wildey and tausch